Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Time to go qualifying sound and vision together from uh, VIR. It's IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship on IMSA Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship as we're ready to set the grid for tomorrow's Michelin GT Challenge at VIR. I'm John Hindhoff, and alongside me in the booth is uh, Jeremy Shaw. Shea Adam is down on the pit lane. A beautiful afternoon. Uh, with the track temperature to 38 Celsius, uh, that is spot on 100 Fahrenheit, 95 in the air is uh, 35, but it's a sticky 35. Good afternoon, Sheer Adam, uh, a sticky uh, 52% uh, by the way <laughs> out there. Good afternoon, Sheer Adam. Good afternoon, John. And the track temp, a mere 120 degrees Fahrenheit. So it is quite toasty out here on the pit lane where we have 19 cars getting ready to go out for a single 15-minute qualifying session. Our drivers today, I'll start with GTD. Number 97, Turner Motorsport BMW, is Chandler Hull behind the wheel. And the 96, which was a car that was very quick last year, fastest lap of the race, went to Robin Foote. Well, it's Patrick Gallagher doing the qualifying for them. For the two Kelly Moss with Riley Porsches, we've got David Bruley in the 92 and Alan Metney in the 91. Sticking with Porsches in the number 80, that's AO Racing Roxy this weekend because she's pink. It is PJ Hyatt. In the number 78, this is the Lamborghini. This is a change. We do not have Misha Goikberg. We have Loris Spinelli qualifying, and Loris already got a pole position earlier this year at Watkins Glen. For the last of our Porsches, well, I shouldn't say last, but the final of our Porsches in this rundown, Alan Brittany is doing the qualifying for the bright yellow Volt Wright Motorsport Porsche. We've got in the number 70, this is the Inception Racing McLaren. Last time out, Brendan Areeb qualified the car second. He's going for that once again. Sheena Monk will be behind the wheel of the Gradient Racing Acura. We've got Russell last year's pole sitter and race winner driving the number 57 windward racing mercedes the other mercedes in the gtd class is team cothworth that is mike skeen looking for his second pole position of the year for the heart of racing aston martin roman de angelis will be piloting the number 27 the sister car the number 23 has ross gunn the record holder in just about every single class that imsa races at vir for the number 12 vassar sullivan lexus again this is the non-pro car that is frankie montecalvo the Pro version has Jack Hawksworth behind the wheel in the 14. And the final of our GTD cars, that would be the championship leader in both the overall and the sprint, it's Madison Snow going for his second consecutive polls. Now, to round out the other cars in GTD Pro, for WeatherTech Racing, that is Danny Juncadea, who should be doing the qualifying duties for that Mercedes. We've 
got Patrick Pile ready to try and take a pole for FAF Motorsports in their Porsche. And last but certainly not least, Evergreen Garcia, Antonio Garcia, the King of Spain, is going out for Corvette Racing to try and get a pole position. Thank you, Shay. Shay will be talking to our two pool sitters in round about 20 minutes time. We've got a couple of minutes before the green flag. If you're joining us here on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV, thank you very much indeed. Coming up to quarter to nine, 8.45 in the UK, quarter 10 in Europe. Don't forget, we've got racing today as well. Also live in Sound and Vision Mission and Pilot Challenge to come with the Virginia is for Racing Lovers at 2.40, uh, coming, uh, 1.20, excuse me, coming up. I could extend it to a four-hour race. I'm sure nobody would mind, certainly not the spectators here. But we are setting the grid for tomorrow's Michelin GT Challenge at VIR. Uh, and all 19 cars will go out together. Jeremy Shaw, this is going to be absolutely epic. We've had just about two seconds separating the whole grid. We've had under half a second separating the top six or seven in the early practice sessions. The story so far has had some problems for uh, the uh, AMG Mercedes of WeatherTech. They had a nasty fire, but the car's been rebuilt. But generally speaking, it's been a pretty... Other than that, that was a nasty moment, but generally speaking, it's been a pretty clean couple of practice sessions, and the cars have been getting quicker and quicker. They certainly have. The fastest session of the day was the last, most, most recent one, uh, where the top four, which is four uh, different makes of car, all quote, covered by almost exactly one-tenth of a second. <laughs> it was the Mercedes of uh, Danny Yoncadela, who was fastest overall for WeatherTech Racing, car number 79. Jack Hawks was second in the Vassar Sullivan, number 14 Lexus. And in third position was Antonio Garcia in that Corvette, car number three. All three running a GTD Pro, but uh, Madison Snow was uh, right with them as well in that Paul Miller Racing BMW car number one that leads the championship pretty convincingly, uh, having had four wins on the season already. Now, I'm right in saying, aren't I, that everyone is going out together here? Yes. Because there's a few cars that haven't yet moved. Uh, looks like uh, Mike Skeen hasn't moved yet for Team Courtoff Motorsports. And Patrick Gallagher for the yellow and blue, the standard Turner colours uh, in BMW. Uh, outgoing Alan Brill, uh, outgoing the Vault, Alan Brynjolfsson, driven right motorsport Porsche. And I haven't seen Russell Ward at pit out yet either for Windward Racing. Um, my tracker and my eyes can tell me that it is Tony Garcia who has got out first and is heading up the hill now towards turns nine and 10 at the top of the climbing S's. And both Lexus still in the pit lane. Not unusual for them that, Jeremy. They tend to let everybody do a couple of laps and then come out ideally trying to hit a soft spot in the traffic. Yeah, or you know, get a little bit more rubber laid down conceivably as well, but uh, primarily you're know, making sure they have uh, they have clear track out there because yeah, there's only 19 cars which on a on a three and a quarter mile track, 3.27 miles uh, around here. Yeah, there should be plenty of, plenty of space available, uh, but if you're all going out in a knot all together, then uh, chances are you're going to get hauled up. And uh, the Corvette is is also one of the cars that, that often lags behind a little bit, but they've elected to go out right away. Uh, 
perhaps thinking it's not going to get any cooler this afternoon, only going to get hotter, in which case they get out there early and try and get their lap time in, perhaps. Actually, that now that you've said that, that makes perfect sense to me, Jeremy. Go and get a job as a team strategist straight, <laughs> straight away. Uh, Madison Snow has gone out to qualify as well. There's a wee knot of cars going down to the horseshoe now, which includes that number three Corvette and Madison Snow. In between them is the Patrick Pelé-driven Faf Motorsport car. And Shea Adam has a pit caller, which is unusual, because if you've got any problems in qualifying, Shea, uh, for the GT classes at least, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Once you leave the pit lane, if you touch the car, you are done qualifying. Uh, if you plan to go back out, you can't do that. Uh, and if you have already set a time, you lose all the times that you've set. Uh, the car is sitting very patiently. Danny's actually turned the car back off. I'm wondering if they're going to try and cool something down or wait for a bit of space. I feel like they've done this once before this year, but I can't remember where. Uh, that is That was the number 79 car. The chair was talking about the WeatherTech car. Yeah, and the Corvette there of Antonio Garcia letting a, car, a couple of cars go past him going up the hill there. The FAF Motorsports Porsche, Patrick Pile at the wheel of that car, surprisingly. It's generally Klaus Backler who qualifies the number nine FAF car, but that's the team that's looking for a hat-trick of wins here at Virginia International Raceway. So, um, you don't, uh, I guess uh, Patrick Pile. Uh, has been, uh, they've been alternating the, the qualifying duties there, I beg your pardon. Yeah, because uh, he qualified at Lime Rock, uh, Klaus Backler qualified at uh, CTMP and at Road America. So yeah, they've been they've been alternating back and forth. It's Patrick Pile who gets the opportunity to, get, to qualify that benign car here this afternoon. And he's the first guy to set a lap time, not, not, not close to competitive yet, uh, 47. It's the first flying lap there for Patrick Pile. The uh, Fastest time this morning was a 144.539 by Danny Junkiela in that number 79 car. The lap record is in the 43s. Last year, the pole position was set by Ross Gunn in the Aston Martin, a 43.953. That is the record for GTD Pro because that was the first year for GTD Pro. But yeah. uh, in, in GTD, he actually went quicker the previous year uh, it also in Aston Martin in the GTD class at a 143.3. So that is the ultimate fastest time that we've seen for a GTD car around VIR. But I, I wouldn't expect as hot as it is now to be approaching those times this afternoon. Little off for the number 70 McLaren at the first corner. Brendan Erib, he has continued. Uh, qualifying records, Jeremy, what are we looking at for that? Yeah, just talked about that. The 43.9 was the the fastest time uh, yes, that was uh, set last year by Ross Gunn. Yeah, indeed. So. And, and the, the, the poll for uh, non-pro last year was a 45.0. That was Russell Ward, which wasn't a record, but that was the the poll time from one year ago. Jesus. I think that that uh, 45.0. I mean, that is probably under threat this afternoon, even as hot as it, as it is. It's not a record, but. Um, it's, uh, I think we're probably going to go quicker than that. Don't expect to see that done in the first couple of laps, although Russell Ward and Patrick Pele, Patrick Pele is down to a 46.3 already on what effectively is only second flying lap. He 
just uh, took it easy. Oh, Brendan Arriba actually went a little bit further off than I thought. I did see he'd been off at, at turn one and rejoined, but actually he went a little further off into the dust. Um, little ambitious with how late he left his break for the right-hander at the horseshoe. The good news for everybody is it is exceptionally dry. Um, getting back up that little rise on slick Michelin racing tyres if the grass is wet, well, we've seen it before, sometimes it just can't be done. And it looks ridiculous that professional drivers can't get a car up a little grassy slope. It is so frustrating for everybody concerned. Um, but sometimes you just can't do it. There's a couple of places at this circuit, actually, where the racetrack is raised. Um, notably, it's where the Lamborghini is coming to now at uh, the chicane, the left hook, at turns 4A and 4B. If you go off at 4B, the right-hander, and then have to turn round and come back up. Um, a moderate hill, I would say, but it, it does look absolutely ridiculous when the slick tyres on the damp can't get any purchase and your sort of head in hands moment for everybody concerned normally brings out a red flag or a safety car if that happens we are nearly halfway through in fact we are halfway through this session and Laura Spinelli for Forte in the Ariel Lamborghini has the fastest lap for the GTDs with a 145.7 146 for Patrick Peele uh, in the FAF Motorsports. I'll say it again if you're just joining us as we're in sound and vision on the World Feed TV. No blocks, no breaks, no interruptions, uh, no subscriptions here uh, either, of course. Uh, that uh, these cars, in terms of their balance of performance, it's the drivers who are the performance determinators. So if you have uh, two Lexus, for example, which we do, they are both works cars, they are both entered by the manufacturer. One is in GTD, one is in GTD Pro. There is, Jeremy, absolutely no reason why um, either of those cars should be quicker or slower than the other, other than the nuts behind the wheel. It is literally down to driver performance. Yeah, true that. I mean, not really, not, not officially to factory cars, are run by Vassar Sullivan Racing, which is certainly uh, has close ties with the with the Lexus uh, Toyota family, no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, you're right that there's absolutely no reason uh, why one car should be quicker than the other. Uh, Madison Snow has done a, a really good lap uh, to be top of the charts at the moment, 145.352 for Madison. So within about eight tenths of what he managed earlier on today in the in FP2, and uh, within it was actually quicker than he went yesterday in the first practice session. So he's he's on with the case. He's uh, just Nat's whisker ahead of Aaron Tielitz at the moment in number 12, Vassar Sullivan Lexus. Laura Spinelli in third position, just over a tenth of a second behind those two. Now's the time, I think. Under six minutes to go. A little bit of VP racing fuel burnt off. Michelin's coming up the temperature and pressure. The art of the pit lane crew is to get those starting pressures right and that comes down to the track how abrasive it is what your car is doing how hard that is on your tires how hard your driver is on your tires and of course the temperatures out there and it is really an art because you want your cars coming in and the tires coming in to temperature and therefore pressure right at the point where your driver thinks they can get the best out of it Big moment coming out of Oak Tree for the green mirrored 
Lexus. That then is Aaron Tielitz, currently in third position. Antonio Garcia has gone to the top with the 45-1. Madison Snow backing up his phenomenal time early, early on in the session this afternoon, Jeremy, with a 45-2, is top of the pops as far as GTD is concerned. And just on a tenth behind Antonio Garcia in the Corvette. That's right, the Corvette leads the way at the moment in 145.133 uh, and uh, 145.2 for Madison Snow, 145.3 for Aaron Tielitz. And that uh, that moment at, at uh, the exit of Oaktree cost him just a little bit. He does not improve on that lap. He's about just over a tenth of a second slower than his previous lap was Aaron Tielitz, so no improvement there. The other guy that is on a really good lap, though, is Jack Hawksworth, who I think was one of the last cars to go out. Maybe he was behind. Mike Skeen might have been behind him in a team call-off Mercedes, but Jack Hawksworth is bottom of the charts at the moment, but on a really good lap in calibre 14 purple in sectors one and two as Ben Barnicott looks on in the pit lane. Danny Junkadela to the top by less than a tenth of a second for WeatherTech Racing and number 79 Mercedes. Briefly. <laughs> Briefly. <laughs> because Jack Hawksworth just got across the line. 144.780 is a new benchmark time for the Englishman in car number 14. That uh, 144.78 is uh, just a couple of tenths of a second away from the best lap this morning and it's a good bit hot bit warmer i think even it's pretty warm this morning but it's hotter again now that's a good lap for jack hawksworth looking for his uh, potentially um third pole of the season in the championship leading car off for the blue and yellow bmw that is the Turner car and a little bit of a wiggle coming out of Oak Tree. Now the 96 driven at the moment by Patrick Gallagher for Turner Motorsport, the BMW M3, M4 GT3. Get that the right way around. Uh, just at the top of the... Uh, at the top of the roller coaster. Yeah, Patrick Gallagher fifth at the moment in GTD. I think he just overcooked it coming through the second yeah. part of the uh, of yeah. the first part rather of the uh, oak tree bend we've seen a few people do that yeah. what we have seen though this year jeremy um in stark contrast to other years where people have done exactly the same and just ran a little deep into the first part of the right hand of turn 11 it's called but effectively it's the first part of the oak tree uh, double right uh, getting onto the grass and the dirt is not having the sort of um, catastrophic issues for people because we've seen people slide sideways into the tyres there many times. Oh, well, Alan Brynjolfsson's managed to get the wrong way at that point of the circuit. That's the first time we've seen somebody actually facing the wrong direction there. But he still didn't hit anything because there's, no. gr there's grip out there, which generally speaking, if there's even a little bit of dampness there, that isn't the case. And those tyre, that tyre bundles at the top of the, uh, the circuit there, on the south end of the circuit, They've seen quite a number of cars down through the years. Yeah, I mean, that's, that barrier up there has collected a lot of cars over the years. Uh, and hopefully it won't do any more this weekend. But he gets away with that one. 
meanwhile, a good lap there for Mac Mike Skeen, third fastest in GTD, at least he was when I started talking. He's just been uh, nipped by Loris Spinelli up to third position just, in uh, the Forte Racing Power by Eustronics Lamborghini. So in, in GTD non-pro, there's three pro cars out front, number 14, number 79, and a number three, covered by, well, almost three seconds as Hawks with a head of Junker Dela in the Mercedes, then the Corvette of Antonio Garcia, less than a tenth behind him. And then less than a tenth behind him is Madison Snow, fastest of the GTD cars and already into the pits with, uh, oh, we're inside the final minute, aren't we? Yikes. Uh, but Aaron Tielitz in second position, about a tenth of a second behind, and just point zero something back to Loris Spinelli and a similar margin back to Mike Skeen in third and fourth. So BMW, Lexus, Lamborghini, Mercedes, BMW, Aston Martin and uh, are the top uh, six cars in GTD and all different makes. Great comeback for the WeatherTech Racing Mercedes-AMG GT3 team after the Friday fire. I'm really sure how it all came about. Looked like a fuel fire, had all the hallmarks of it. Bit of fuel spilling down the right-hand side and catching something hot on the car as Danny Junkadea had been had come into the pits a few moments earlier and the whole of the right side engulfed in flames and he got out quickly the fire was put out by the team and others around that is that kind of spirit that you see in the pit lane particularly when there's a fire and the team had to work pretty hard to get some of the bodywork changed that was more than a wee bit seems a little bit of a melting on the bodywork, composite bodywork on a lot of these cars, and of course, not glass windscreens either, so that had to be changed. So they had a pretty late night last night, and then the car was quickest in the final free practice session earlier on today, sitting second at the moment uh, as far as the qualifying is concerned, but a front row start uh, would have looked a very long way away yesterday afternoon when that car was being doused with extinguishant. Jack Hawks with then by just on a tenth of a second. The checkered flag is out. If you're on the lap, you can keep it. If you've just started a lap, you can complete it. And Junkadea is out, having put in his best lap last time around with a 144.876, but he's not moving quickly. Here yeah, he's got within a tenth of a second of yeah, Hawksworth. That was last That's... time around. Here comes the court of car. And Mike Skeen does not improve on his 45-4, 45-7 this time around. So it looks like the front two rows are set. Can't see anybody out there. Junker Dea, I think, is coming into the pit lane. And Antonio Garcia is as well. Just checking. Yeah, Junker Dea in the pits. She's still showing us running, but I've got him stopped on the tracker. Maybe he has just popped into the pits. Yes, he has now. And also waiting for the number 70 to peel into the pit lane as well. So third pole of the season then for Jack Hawksworth. He's on the pole also at Long Beach where they went on to win and at Canadian Time Motorsport Park where they finished fourth for Jack Hawksworth. This is his 10th uh, pole position. Uh, he's also He also had four four times when they had the uh, the pro and the uh, non-pro in GTD a couple of years ago, which is awfully confusing, but uh, t 10 official polls mm. for uh, Jack Hawksworth, that'll uh, move him 
into a tie with, uh, well, it would have moved him into a tie with Madison Snow, but Snow keeps one ahead of him. <laughs> this is number 11 for Madison Snow. The most polls, by the way, since the, uh, since the merger is 14. That would be Ricky Taylor. Uh, on 12 are James French, Jordan Taylor, and Ben Keating. And now Madison Snow next in line on 11. Uh, and behind him on 10, then, is uh, Jack Hawksworth. Nick Tandy has nine. Antonio Garcia has nine. Let's uh, head down to Sheer Adam, who's at pit out. That's where the two pool sitters will be invited down. We're just clearing off the rest of the pit lane. Lexus, Mercedes, Chevrolet, BMW in the top floor. That's three GTD pros and a GTD. Uh, Jack Hawksmith still uh, waiting for the sign. I've just realised he's got a nice uh, script GH on the side of his green and black helmet. Um, that would be handy. I could, I could use that. <laughs> uh, Shea Adam down a pit out. Any sign of the two pool sitters for the uh, Michelin GT Challenge coming down towards you? Yeah, we've got both of the cars here. Neither of the drivers have gotten out yet. Madison had a little bit of issue trying to knock the car into gear so that the uh, BMW would stop rolling, and it is still rolling. Uh, he has to sit here with his foot on the brake because <laughs> it will not go into gear, which is uh, a little bit amusing. But we have Jack Hawksworth a bit further back up, too, and uh, he is not yet out of his car. So since Madison is out first, we'll have a chat with him. As uh, he's gotten out of the car, we'll wait for him to get his helmet off. The, uh, the second we'll BMW that tried the, uh... to, sorry, Shea, second BMW that tried to roll away because we had that uh, earlier on in the weekend. Rick Dahl doing the pictures. Oh, well remembered. Uh, one of the Turner cars, wasn't it? Uh, in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. All right, uh, Madison gets the Paul Sitter's hat, puts his equipment back into the car. We'll hand back to Shea. We're going to have to wait just a couple of minutes for Madison in the TV interview. So let's see if Jack has gotten out of his car yet. Uh, there he goes. Pops out. Good man. Jack Hawksworth, the second pole position at VIR. First one came in 2018, and that was in a mixed weather session, if uh, memory serves correctly. Celebrates with his team. Taps the car as well he should. Now, before this session even began, Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnicut had gotten more points out of qualifying than any other team in the GTD Pro class. They've extended that accomplishment. Jack's second pull here at VIR, still looking for that first win, but this is the best place to start, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Can't get better than Paul, right? So that was good. Hot out there, you can probably see, but uh, yeah, mega, mega weekend so far. It's been brilliant, and uh, boys have been fantastic. Car's been working really well, so just heads down for tomorrow now, but yeah, very happy with it. The goal for this weekend is max points. You have accomplished the first step in that. Congrats on another poll. Yeah, we ain't yet to, you know, to, you know, point this thing out. We want to win these races and try and make a statement. So that's what we're here to do. Well done. And he has See if I can walk down Madison, if you'll leave it with me for a sec. And uh, as now, the sticker part of things is kicked off for Madison. He knows how to do the poll celebrations. He's done this a couple of times before. As Jeremy said, his 11th po uh, poll in his career in WeatherTech. And uh, this is actually kind of cool because he's the first repeat poll sitter in the GTD class. So, Madison, I know they gave you a sticker. I'll let you throw it on the car, haphazardly, as he does, doing the uh, poll award song and dance. There we go. Madison, another poll. 
you're the first repeat pole winner in 2023 and max points. This BMW is pretty good around VIR. It's uh, definitely doing really good right now. I mean, man, it's hot out there. <laughs> and so uh, turn the AC off, turn all the fans off and qualifying, get everything that you can. So uh, tomorrow should be a little bit cooler inside the car, I hope. How important is it to get pole considering that it could be raining for the race? It's always important to be up front. Rain races usually have more incidences. The start could be a little hectic. And so hopefully if you're out front, you're out of any mayhem that could happen. This was the site of your first pole and your first win with Brian and Pamela Racing. So does it feel a little bit full circle given what's coming next year? Uh, it's uh, always cool to do something you've done before. <laughs> Congrats. Thank you. Shea Adam with our two pulls to this. Congratulations to Jack Hawksworth for Vassar Sullivan Lexus and for BMW Paul Miller Racing Madison Snow. Madison, in fairness, has just been really, really good again this weekend. We've, we've seen this uh, when he gets the bit between his teeth, which is quite often, to be honest, Jeremy. Um, he is the least or the lesser experience of the two drivers in terms of his driver rating. He drives very well. He's not a full-time pro driver. He has a day job. He works in IT. And, you know, he gets that, that kind of attitude and that look in his eye. And he looked pretty confident and fairly laid back there. This, this could be a really, another really good weekend uh, for, for Paul Miller Racing. Well, absolutely right. I mean, four wins already on the season. Uh, qualified on pole last time out on Road America. Oh, and went on to win the race. He's also started on the se on the second on second on the grid at uh, CTMP earlier in the year, uh, and another couple of second row starting positions as well. So he's been on really good form in qualifying. Last time out, as I say, they converted into a victory, and they would love, love nothing more than to do the same again tomorrow but it's going to be a tough fight but you're certainly starting from the correct position and Shea talks about the fact there that uh, Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnicott they've scored more qualifying points than anybody else in GTD Pro. Uh, uh, Ross Gunn and Alex Ribeiros came close with their second uh, two consecutive poles last two races got within two of the uh, of the pole points that are ordered during the season but Hawksworth put a bit, bit of daylight between themselves again with that pole today. So it'll be Lexus, Mercedes, Vassar Sullivan and WeatherTech uh, on the front row, followed by Corvette uh, and BMW, uh, and then the second Vassar Sullivan car, then the Lamborghini, then Court of Mercedes, and the top ten made up by Turner Motorsports, BMW, Heart of Racing Teams, Aston Martin, and Patrick Pele for Faf, a little further back than that GTD Pro uh, team would like, but they have still got Heart of Racing's Pro car behind them, and that is the way they will line up. We do not put the pros to the front after qualifying. In the race, depending on if we get a safety car and uh, need wave buys, that's a different thing. But it will line up three GTD Pros, six GTDs, and then another two GTD Pros uh, on the grid for tomorrow's main race. Shay Adam was asking the questions and congratulations, congratulating our ball sitters. Jeremy Shaw was with me, John Hindoff. Don't go too far away. We round up Super Saturday uh, and wind it up in style with a two-hour contest for the Michelin Pilot Challenge. And we'll be back in just on 40 minutes. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.